Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to Matt is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, a.k.a. M. Diesel, a.k.a. Pastor M. Diesel. And what day is it? Oh, right, it's Sunday. And what does that mean? Oh, right, it means it's time for Sunday service with Pastor M. Diesel. And... Uh. Something good is about to happen I just feel like something good is on its way Same Okay, that's not what I thought Feel like something good is about to happen And brother, this could be that very day Uh, to be clear, th- okay, this song is super upbeat Just real quick, the, the, the more modern <clears throat> The more modern one of these fucking songs sounds The shittier it is, and I think we can all agree on that it's got to sound a little bit more lived in. Uh, these songs, like, this is from actually from the Gaither vocal bands, who I'm always playing the Gaither vocal band, the Gaither family shit. And the 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 better stuff, or rather this album is released this year. And they're always trying to stick with like, when as they record new albums, they're always trying to make it, keep it more up with the times get some of the younger people involved. But let me tell you something, Gaither Vocal Band. This isn't going to get younger people involved. Stick with the shit that's better, that's more tried and true, because this is not good for anyone. Not even me. I don't even like this. This shit sucks, dude. Get back to the original Christian shit. Uh, but also, this song is the epitome, the perfect example of super upbeat song about something horrendous this song is literally about the rapture and how he has promised that he'd open all of heaven and brother it could happen any day when god's people humble themselves and call on jesus first of all when do god's people humble themselves they're singing this song that's not being humble i just feel like something good is about to happen and brother this could be that very day they're stoked about the rapture that's the the apocalypse. You understand? That is going to be a terrible day. More than that, it's not ever going to come. But that being said, 
it's a horrible day. Many, many people will die. All of the non-believers will, you know, go to hell and they will go to heaven. And that is a fucking fairy tale. Even as I'm saying it, I'm thinking, wow, adults think this. I think this gets lost on us sometimes. Christians believe that any day now, and they've believed this now for hundreds of years, that any day now, the rapture will come and Jesus will come back to earth and all of his believers will be invited to the kingdom of heaven. All of, If you're wondering, all of those who have already died, who were believers as well, will raise from the dead and also be uh, admitted into the kingdom of heaven. Hey, that's not going to happen. Thanks. I guess the thing to talk, I think the thing to talk about now is it's, it's Pride Month. And nothing gets the right, the religious right, I should say. Because even, honestly, even Donald Trump was pro-gay marriage, right? So, like, there's, a, there's actually a significant um, amount of the right that is pro-gay marriage, right? Which is obviously a good thing. Uh, and it's about fucking time that more people get on board with that. But it's good to see, you know, when I was a kid the right and even most of the left actually was against gay marriage. I mean, Barack Obama was against gay marriage before uh, he became president. He actually openly talks about that. That's not like some fucking hidden secret. Uh, And Joe Biden as well. A lot of these, I mean, all of them really, Hillary Clinton, these people were all on the other side of this issue. And now not only are all people on the left on the right side of the issue, but people on the right are increasingly on the right side of the issue. However, there are holdouts. And this is not just gay marriage, right? I mean, gay marriage is sort of the, 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 for them, it was like the Trojan horse, and I'll get into this a little bit. For the religious right, their argument is gay marriage, all they, they, they all, they all, meaning uh, the LGBT community, they all were saying, well, all we really wanted was to get married, but now, just like they knew was always going to happen, they're trying to, that was their Trojan horse and that was their way in to sort of entry into um, the classic Judeo-Christian Western society, uh, their acceptance. And then that it was going to be all downfall from there. By the way, how is that a signifier of of something that significant? All All it ever has been was a certain group of people who were, not ever allowed to get married, are now allowed to get married. And to, to these people, it's like the signifier of the end of civilization. How fucking fraught, how fragile was society in general if the legalization of gay marriage was the, the, the signifier of the collapse, of the beginning of the end of the collapse of society? That is not, fucking accurate but also like how fucking fragile these people think shit is um but yeah i mean in general because it's pride month and because i think i think what's happening here is 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 the reason it's pissing off so many people on the religious right is because now corporations corporations Cynically, I think I would argue, and I've seen a lot of this too from the LGBT community, sort of calling out corporations for just in a very surfacey sort of um, 
I wouldn't say cash grab, but like in a in 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 a way to to just position themselves as uh, more welcoming. A lot of corporations and companies are like they have ads, especially on social media and online. You know, like celebrating Pride Month. And it's just sort of like this empty talk in an effort to make themselves seem more sort of equality friendly. Obviously, it's better this way than than say the opposite, right? Uh, if corporations were outright rejecting and against sort of Pride Month, then that would be its own way bigger problem. But there is something sort of fishy about this this bandwagon jump of corporations just trying to like sell their products by being like i swear we like gay people and we we want them as our customers yeah no shit you do you know what i mean and we shouldn't look to corporations as the leaders on these subjects and i think many of us don't many of us are wise to this uh but i think the corporate the sort of on the corporate level the embrace of and the advocation for pride month has really triggered many 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 people on the religious right and so i think this time pride month came around especially post trump i think that there's there there's this sort of like much louder than usual outcry against gay rights lgbtq L, lgbtqia community uh and it's if you're paying attention to it it's it's i mean i I want to say it's funny because in a in a way it is because these fucking people with their feet fucking cemented in uh, bygone eras in this regard are just fucking flipping the fuck out and they just refuse to catch up to the moment that we're all living in and they're just so fucking it's 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 a the re the reason I say it's funny is because it's along the spectrum when when people on the right say they live to fucking see liberals cry i don't get that joy out of seeing people on the right be upset or outraged but about this issue i can't help but find it funny because it's so fucking stupid and just again it's like they actually see this as the as the signifier the ultimate symbol of the decline of civilization and watching them grasp at reasons and sort of like try to come up with logical or 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 logically sound sort of arguments against um pride month or uh homosexuality in general is they just could it really exposes them in a way that that uh uh let's put it this way only they could come up with uh and i'm gonna i want to play you guys some of this stuff i've played this one guy before i'm gonna lead with this guy because it's just it's just, I don't even, I, I, there's no words, but this is the dude, E.W. Jackson. I've played, I've played, um, clips of this guy before and, uh, I'll, I'll let him speak for himself. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. Um, I'll let E.W. take, take it from here. I think a lot of this hate crime stuff, which was really generated primarily to protect homosexuals from bullying and assaults. I think a lot of that stuff is to protect against when people are improperly approached and may react violently. Say, for example, some homosexual approaches a man who is heterosexual, touches him the wrong way, does something the wrong way, and the man pushes him or maybe punches him or just responds in an angry way without thinking. That then becomes a hate crime. 
think that's what a lot of this stuff is intended to stop, to protect against, so that there's more freedom and more latitude to pr- approach people and to try to seduce people without them being able to retaliate. Because if they retaliate in the wrong way, it then becomes a hate crime. Okay, there's a lot, there's actually a whole lot to unpack there. First and foremost, what he's saying, it's just an entirely false premise, right? He's saying that hate crime protection for the for the LGBTQIA community is specifically there to shield that the community from uh, recourse when they, uh, what he's saying is, is when they, He's not saying these words, but what he's not implying, what he's what he is saying just in another way is that when someone among that community comes on to someone that they're attracted to and does it in a way that the person that's being come on to who presumably is heterosexual. No, he's saying heterosexual. When that when 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 someone comes on to heterosexual in this context that these laws are there to protect them from recourse. But the false premise, well, first of all, that is a false premise. That is just fucking not true. Hate crime laws don't exist so that gay people have uh, have more latitude to hit on people they're attracted to. Furthermore, he's saying that these people have, that 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 these laws, rather, provide protection for anyone coming on to anyone else by touching them in a way they don't want. That isn't legal for anyone to do. No one is shielded in that way. If I or E.W. Jackson or anyone who is gay or bi or, or anything comes on to someone else by touching them in a way that that person doesn't like or really in any way, no law protects you. That in itself is illegal. And there is no law designed to protect people who come on to other people by groping or touching or grabbing or doing anything physical. You can't do that. That is actually not legal. Okay, so that premise right there is absolutely fucking backwards. Hate crimes, hate crime laws are there to protect people upon whom... Hate crimes are perpetrated. That's it. They're not there so that one group of people has more latitude to come on to others by touching them. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And again, these people just grasp at straws. Like literally, dude, what the fucking fuck are you talking about? And the reason this is fucking extra outrageous is because people listen to this shit and agree. This fucking guy talking out of his hateful asshole. This asshole, this hateful asshole talking out of his hateful asshole. Is is, I want. I was gonna say single-handedly, but it's he's not alone. There are many people like this. Many guys like E. W. Jackson, who are together, holding back their communities, their constituencies. From fucking evolving with this horseshit garbage. Just to be clear, anyone who's listening, anyone, regardless of their sexual orientation, regardless of who they're attracted to, 
is not protected legally if they were to hit on someone, come on to someone that they're attracted to by touching them. There is no legal protection for people who do that. That is on the spectrum of assault. You cannot do that. Okay? Okay. E.W. Jackson, thanks. Um, and then naturally, naturally, with Pride Month on my mind, I would be uh, remiss if I skipped over our favorite Micro Machines guy, Greg Locke. Uh, he was on one. And I think the E.W. Jackson one I started with because it's so outlandish. So is Greg Locke, but this is outlandish. Or E.W. Jackson's was outlandish in a particular way. In a way that isn't even the common line that you hear from evangelicals. That is extreme and sort of way out on a limb, even for people on the far right. Okay, like even not far religious right, rather. That is just extreme in every way. That's uncommon. That's just some bullshit he pulled out of his hateful asshole. It almost maybe on a whim. Like to even think that is beyond uh, beyond what is usually beyond the pale for these motherfuckers. But Greg Locke, what I'm about to play for you from Greg Locke, the Michael Machine Man, Little Nazi X, uh, this is more typically what these fucks say. If you can hear what he's saying, that is, because he talks so fucking fast. So I'm going to play this clip and then talk about that. People's bedroom. People's bedroom. Real love does not take an entire month of a year to celebrate something that you know God clearly calls an abomination in the Bible. It just, it just doesn't. Now, listen, I cannot compromise the truth of Scripture. God forbid. Kids, God forbid. My kids, their kids, or anybody else's family. I know what the Bible teaches. And the Bible teaches that pride is an abomination. Pride in sin is a double abomination. So what he's doing first and foremost is taking ta taking to task the word pride itself. Obviously taking out of context, pride in the context of pride month, gay pride, is not the pride that is considered a fucking one of the seven sins in the Bible, right? Pride in this context is don't let motherfuckers like Greg Locke, which he's doing, ironically, he's proving right now, don't let fuckers like this let you believe that being yourself, being gay, being whatever the fuck you are, is any kind of sin, is any kind of less than. Don't let that in that noise have pride in what you are, just like this dipshit Greg Locke has pride in what he is. It's not about reveling in pride for the sake of it. Pride on its own in a vacuum is not what's being celebrated. What's being celebrated is, is homosexuality and, 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 and acknowledgement that we are all equal. And as the saying goes, love is love, which, again, ironically, is something that Greg Locke is taking to task at the very outset of this clip. I'm going to let Greg Locke speak for himself now, but that just had to be said. So now we've decided that we would nationalistically and around the world take an entire month to celebrate something that God clearly says in his Bible grieves him. God forbid. God 
for fucking bid. Because after all, love is love. Not according to the Bible. Not according to the Bible. Love ain't always love. Sometimes love is lust. Sometimes love is rebellion. Sometimes love is a disconnection and disobedience from the word of God. But also just, I'm sorry, Greg, but just by definition, I think love is always love. And I think lust is lust. And I think rebellion is rebellion. And I think love, while love can be rebellious, while love can be full of lust, lustful, it is still love. It is a lustful love. It is a rebellious love. But it is still always love. Love is more than one thing. Your fucking dumb wordplay isn't working. It's, it's, it's bullshit. Okay, so... So you can't parse this. Love is love is the... It's like 2 plus 2 equals 4. Greg Locke's trying to tell you 2 plus 2 doesn't always equal 4. Because what if you add numbers, other numbers to it later? 2 plus 2 is 4. If you want to add 3 to it, then that's 7. But at first, 2 plus 2 is 4, and it's always 4, and there's nothing else to it. Love is love. Whatever else you add to it, it's still love. Fuck you, Greg Locke. Fuck you, Greg Locke! Real love doesn't rejoice in evil. It rejoices in the truth. If we're making sense, say amen. Wow, so insecure, so fucking insecure. If I'm making sense, say amen. Because <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm making sense. Because if I'm not, <laughs> then maybe uh, maybe I'll start over here. <laughs> so I try to be kind in the way that I say that. But we have raised an entire generation of people that say, what you need to do is stay out of people's bedrooms. Hey, what they need to do is stay out of our public schools and stay off of Disney and stay off of Nickelodeon and stay off of Kellogg's Box, right? Not if Nickelodeon and Kellogg's Boxes and the public school board agree that they shouldn't stay out of those things, right? And that's what's going on. If Kellogg's decides to put, I don't even know what he's talking about, but I'm assuming there's some, there's a gay athlete on a Kellogg's cereal box. Hey, Greg, the way that works is don't buy fucking Kellogg's. The way that works is, Greg, don't fucking watch Nickelodeon. It's not anyone's responsibility to make sure that Nickelodeon doesn't include content that you fucking approve of. God doesn't run Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon runs Nickelodeon and you can pay for Nickelodeon and watch it if you want. If you don't, hey, get the fuck out of the bedroom to use your term. And so they're all clapping. We knew a long time ago when we gave same sex marriage. Here it comes. You know, a, Here it comes. An unlawful benediction. Here it comes. The Supreme Court didn't even have the. We knew back then it wasn't just going to stop. But didn't they say that? All we want is same sex. If you would just give us same sex marriage, we would leave you alone. Let me tell you something. And I and I and I love the truth enough to say what's about to come Congrats. out. Congrats. This ain't Sunday morning. It's Wednesday night. Okay. It has always been about the children. What? It has always been about the children. It wasn't about same sex marriage. It's always been about these pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking leap. Where did he come from with that? Where the fucking fuck did that come from for real? What is the context for that? That is not accurate. You just leapt 20 steps ahead. 
and none of them were even if you took the right steps to get there none of that would even make sense in the first place what are you talking about what do you what do, what do you mean it's all about the children what do you mean it's all about the pedophiles what the fuck are you talking about no one is trying to make it legal to fuck kids no one will ever do that that isn't what any any of these groups are advocating at all and get raucous applause from Mr. Wagalot. Always these motherfuckers, I got to protect the children. I got to protect the children from fucking what? Being gay? I got a little secret for you, Greg Locke. Your child is either gay or not gay. Nothing else. There is nothing else to it. So when these fucking Christians are like, it's about the kids, this, is a, is, this war is fought and, and won and lost, the front lines are the children. It's always about the children. What are you fucking talking about? I know you think to be heterosexual is to follow the word of God and to be homosexual is to follow the word of Satan or something. Even if I'm not exactly right, I'm pretty right, you know? But that's not true, man. A kid, just like an adult, just like a fucking teenager, the their preference is their preference. They're attracted to, to, to whoever they're attracted to. And it ain't fucking up to them. So it's not, quote, all about the children. There is no indoctrination fucking sexually. Everyone, everyone but everyone is just bottom line attracted to who they're attracted to. That's it. So it's not all about the children, whatever the fuck you even mean. Anyway, it it is. Truly a thousand rocket degrees in here. It is a thousand rocket degrees in here. Can I get an email for that? So I'm going to take a break. And uh, on the other side, I got some more fucking truly crazy motherfuckers to share with you all also i've been talking about pride month but i haven't said it happy motherfucking pride month i'll talk to you in about a minute okay don't go anywhere matt delia is confused we'll return right after the break Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And I'm back, and it's Sunday service, so what a wonderful change in my life has been wrought uh, since Jesus came into my heart. I have lied in my soul for this long I had sought, as if Jesus came into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus came into my heart. Since Jesus came into my heart. Floods of joy on my soul like the sea blows roll. Jesus came into my heart. Gotta wonder when Jesus came into the hearts of these motherfuckers. Uh gotta wonder where the fucking Jesus is in a lot of these motherfuckers because um, well they're hateful as fuck oftentimes for instance the people I was talking about earlier and sticking with the pride month theme for instance this fucking guy Scott Lively who I've talked about quite a bit and here's a little taste of where he's at this Pride Month. In 22. In order to legitimize conduct that he has condemned in the harshest possible terms, there's nothing in the Bible as harshly condemned as male homosexuality. Not true. 1822. Not true. In, in a list of sexual sins that explain God's justification for sending the Hebrews in to wipe out the Canaanites in the Holy Land. In that list of sexual sins, it's only when it gets to male homosexuality that God introduces the term in that list, tueva, or abomination. So even in the list of the most heinous sins that cause the land to vomit out its inhabitants, it's only male homosexuality that triggers God's harshest word and all of the Hebrew language. And that is the thing that the homosexual, the LGBT movement is attempting to sanitize by rapping with the rainbow of God. Mm. And that's why in the end days, the association of the rainbow with the Antichrist is so connected, it's so essential. Here's something that these motherfuckers don't talk about. They're all about... The truth of scripture, how it's written in Leviticus, how it's just, as Scott Lively is telling us, it is God saves his harshest words for homosexuality, which is not even true. But let's run with that. Let's say the Michael Machines guy and Scott Lively are right in that the words that God saves God. Fucking A. God doesn't do anything, but whatever. Let's say God saves his harshest words in the Bible, or in general even, for homosexuality, right? Let's say, let's, let's say that. Then, here's the deal. How about we look at that and say, this book fucking sucks. It's not true. God doesn't save his worst, harshest language for homosexuality. That is patently false. Anyone who's actually read the Bible, which I know he has, or maybe he hasn't. I have, unfortunately, and he does not save his harshest words for homosexuality. In fact, it doesn't even fucking come close. You could make an argument, you could make an argument that he doesn't even have harsh words or any words for it. Because the Bible, in the way it's written, is so fucking vague and unclear at times. But let's say God absolutely is anti-homosexuality. Then let's add that to the list of reasons God fucking sucks. That is not 
that these motherfuckers take as a given that what's in the book is not only what God says, but is right, is good. I mean, that might seem obvious and redundant almost because these motherfuckers put God on the highest pedestal imaginable, even at their own word, right? But why don't we maybe sometimes take a step back and think, hey, the heinous thing isn't homosexuality, as God says. The heinous thing is what God says. I mean, that book is clearly, uh, what's the fucking way to put it, the kindest way to put it? How about this? Dated. I mean, the motherfucker talks about slavery and sacrifice, human and animal, obviously. This is a brutal fucking caveman era book with caveman era ideals. Slavery is just another thing that uh, people practice. There's no like, and, and, and this, is, this is actually the same is true of fucking people who wanted to keep slavery around. They would say, well, in the Bible, slavery is practiced. And there are, there are moments, as anyone can do with anything, because the Bible is so vague and unclear, you can twist the words of the Bible into any argument you want to twist it into, right? And so pro-slavery people would, would look at it and say, God doesn't only condone slavery, he advocates slavery. Slavery is part of God's world, and therefore it should be part of our world. To which, again, if I was around in fucking 1836, I would say, hey, maybe let's switch the fucking lens through which we're looking at this. Maybe let's look elsewhere for fucking guidance. Maybe this book would be better used as toilet paper than a guide for modern living. How about that? How about any book that is pro-slavery, anti-homosexuality, anti-woman, yeah, you heard me, anti-fucking-woman, which it is, maybe in 2021, this is not the best source with which we should lead our lives in accordance with. Well, that sentence didn't really make sense, but you know what I mean. Maybe the book that is anti-woman, anti-gay, pro-slavery isn't the right book for us. But no, no, no. According to these people, whatever God says, whatever God says. I got one more thing I want to play for, for you guys because something... Something this week struck me, uh, and I think I've said a version of it before, but but it really crystallized for me here. Um, Nathan French, who's talking to that egghead guy, Steve Schultz from ElijahList.com that I always play, who's always like, ah, mm, interesting, yeah, to the craziest motherfucking shit ever. It's worse, again, I've said a version of this before as well, it is worse to be like, oh, yeah, oh, that's true, isn't it? About to a, or rather to a crazy person saying crazy things than it is to be the crazy person saying crazy things. Because at least the crazy person has an excuse. The person is crazy. 
or the person is hateful or whatever. Any negative thing, whatever you want to say. But the person who's like, oh, yeah, interesting. Oh, you make a good point. You're even worse. What's your excuse? But here we go. I'm going to play the clip and then talk about the, the thing I gleaned from it. Here we go. clear with my position on what I've heard God say about President Trump. Um, you know, he is still recognized uh, in the realm of the spirit uh, as the true president. Ah, the, the fuck do you States know? God doesn't fucking care who's president of the United States, but go on. America, regardless of what they did to cheat or steal the election, Jesus, uh, the shit. reality is cheaters never prosper. No. Oh, really? What a fucking bet? Let's look at history. Cheaters never prosper. What the fuck are you fucking talking about? Trump was God's plan, God's idea. He is coming back. Uh, he did win legitimately. Nope. And it's just taking a little time. God's rooting out, still digging out the uh, the roots, you know, um, instead of chopping down the tree so this thing re-manifests in other elections in the future, God's actually going after the whole root system. You know how God does that. God goes after the whole root system. God lets really, really bad shit happen for really long periods of time until he can really get the whole root out. That's God's thing, as we all know. The whole network, uh, everything the enemy meant for evil, God's about to flip it over and turn it into something beautiful and something good. Fucking according to these people, God is always, always about to. About to do a thing. Christians have been saying for 2,000 years, Jesus is about to return. God is about to welcome all of us believers into his kingdom. Why is God always about to do a thing? These motherfuckers are gladly, like sheep, willingly strung along with this fucking or shit. I know this is what's happening Here with we President go. Trump. Here we He's go. moving into a time of, of great intimacy personally. Before it was like he was taking other people's words word for it like what, what's god showing you and he, he was receiving prayer enjoying the charismatics you know uh but still with some uh, some um need to go deeper and and now i see president trump in the spirit like literally coming to the lord and asking him questions wow. and hearing wow. god for himself and not so much needing to rely on everybody else's opinion but actually hearing god knowing he heard god it comes through credible sources where uh, you know they're confirming what god is speaking to him directly so i saw trump in, in the spirit and his ear his ear was small and then i saw him listening for god and the the opening of his ear literally started to grow representing his increased capacity to be able to hear and be directed by the voice of god hey man <laughs> fucking what dude you had a vision where trump had a little tiny ear and then his ear started to grow because God, he's be, and what that symbolizes is God. He's listening to God, and he's starting to come into his own as someone who listens to God and tunes out everyone else and just pays attention to God. What the fuck are you talking about? And this is the realization I had: if anyone said this kind of shit about anything, and obviously that's a particular case that is a crazy person being crazy talking to another crazy person listening and agreeing like a crazy person but often you hear people on the religious right talk about 
how God spoke to them, uh, the signs God gave them. If anyone, anyone said this about something or some entity that isn't God, all of these crazy motherfucking Christians, even them, as well as everyone else who isn't crazy, would be like, hey, that's horseshit. What the fuck are you talking about? It would be clear evidence that the person's crazy. For instance, if I, here we go, if I suddenly became crazy, right? And I decided or not decided if it happened upon my brain that I suddenly was crazy and I believed crazy things like this if I went to uh true news or elijahlist.com or hank kunman hank kuntman and was like listen or sid roth sid roth supernatural and I was like look god speaks to me I saw uh I had a dream where donald trump had wings and was flying and flew out of the orbit of earth through outer space and arrived in heaven and I saw a conversation between God and Donald Trump in which God directly told Donald Trump that he is doing his work on earth and Donald Trump smiled and God kissed his head and with that kiss on his head flew back down to earth and knew and was standing on earth now in knowing that he was doing God's work and was going to rightly assume the presidency, whatever the fuck, right? Let's say that was my vision. I could go on all of these shows and all of these people, all of the people who are welcomely or, or embracing these motherfuckers, like the guy who just said the thing about the ear, Nathan French, all of them would be like, oh, yeah, great. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. But. If I said the exact same thing and just replaced one thing, okay, I had a vision. Well, actually, not only would they believe me, they would put stock in what I said and give reverence to my vision and believe that God reached out and touched me and gave me this vision to, and then through me, God's truth would be spoken to his followers on earth, right? Now, let's say I took the same exact vision. Let's say I had the same exact vision down to the very, very last detail, except one thing was different. I had a vision. Donald Trump had wings. He flew out of the orbit of earth, through outer space, into heaven, and uh, encountered uh, Mickey Mouse. And Mickey Mouse said, Donald Trump, you are doing the Lord's work on earth. You are doing the Lord Mickey Mouse's work on earth. And for this, you are uh, the chosen one. And I kiss your head. And with this kiss on your head, you will return to earth and do the Lord Mickey Mouse's work on earth. Not only would I never be allowed on any of those fucking shows, but they as well as the rest of the world, would think I'm fucking absolutely crazy, and guess what? They would be right. 
So the only difference is what we're calling the entity that is sending the message to me. In their case, it's God. In the first case, it's God. In the second case, it's Mickey Mouse. There is no difference. It's all made up bullshit. Mickey Mouse is just as made up as God. It's the same fucking thing, except one, one of those visions allows people to grab a big microphone and go on all these fucking shows and talk about their vision and talk about the grace of God and how touched by God Donald Trump is and how he's here to fucking da 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 whatever. And the other one has Mickey Mouse doing that same thing. The Mickey Mouse one, I'd be I'd be the fucking laughing stock. Not only would I be the laughing stock, I'd be sacrilege. I would be I would be basically fucking demonic. I would be uh, anti-Christian. They would be vehemently against me in my vision. It would be it would be a, a satanic thing to believe and and preach and talk about out in the world. But there is no difference. It's like the, it's like the fucking thing Sam Harris talks about. How if we said the same things about uh, Jesus, if we said the same things about Elvis Presley as we did about Jesus, that person would be fucking seemed crazy. While everybody else who says this about Jesus isn't seem it doesn't seem crazy. In fact, they're embraced. But I'm here to tell you there is no difference. Just because it's more common and become commonplace to hear Christians talk like this doesn't make it any less absolutely batshit insane and absolutely 100,000 gajillion percent incorrect. Now, is it over a thousand degrees in here? It is. Summer has arrived in Los Angeles and it is fucking hot. Oh, also, I want to talk about, I apologize for not having a weekly episode this week. I'm in the middle of fucking uh, moving, and it's been absolute fucking chaos. Uh, So I apologize, but I will be back to the regular routine as soon as my schedule allows. It will probably just be this week, to be honest. But just a lot of shit up in the air. Uh, I I wanted to record midweek. I couldn't, but I made sure I could do a Sunday service with you all, all you motherfuckers. The congregation... The congregation, praise be. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed this Sunday service. I know I did. I'm sweating like a motherfucker. But guess what? It was all worth it. I will talk to you this week. I love you all. Stay safe. Be well. And enjoy the fucking reopening. I think even California is reopening this week. I think a lot of places around the country are starting to reopen uh, all sort of at once. And it's a nice thing to see. It's nice to know so many people are getting vaccinated. Keep getting vaccinated. Don't listen to motherfuckers like Rick Wiles, who, by the way, insisted that it was the Chinese Communist Party that gave him coronavirus and almost killed him. He believes that the Chinese Communist Party not only gave him COVID, but is has a plan that if we don't stop them, within the next five years, most Americans will be dead because they're going to send Chinese settlers here to kill most Americans within the next five years and take over our country and settle in America. Hey, Rick Wiles, you're fucking crazier than ever. I'm glad that I'm not as fucking crazy as you. And also, it must be terrible to be you. 
the fear that you live in, the paranoia that you live in, the supernatural bullshit that you believe, thank fucking fuck we're all, all of us in this congregation, not as crazy as you. Life may suck, but it sure as hell doesn't suck as bad as it does for you, motherfucker. Uh, all right, I will talk to you all during the week, and I love you all, and kick. Okay.